Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest today is Amy Dempster. Ah, spirits of the land earth healing. What does that mean? Uh, We're in a very, very high vibrational healing spiritual power at the present moment. There's such a shift going on, and uh, she's openly going to share her spiritual journey with us today. And she does that on a popular blog called Following Hawks. Um, It's become a resource for others wanting to learn about how to communicate with nature and share their own unique healing gifts with the world. We've all got some healing modality within us, whether it's just for us or to share with someone else. And it's that tapping in that we need to do. Uh, She said, you know, together with the spirits of the land and the mountains of the Northwest Montana, she she tends seven portals of the land where she lives along with her um, any grid keeping work as she is assigned. She also leads the Earth Tenders Academy, an immersed online journey to help others reestablish their connection with ancient ancestors, learn to communicate with the uh, seen and unseen forces in their environment, and respectfully offer their healing energy in places in need. So a lot to talk about here, but the Earth Keepers. I'm a very astral person, you know, I'm very cosmic. That's where I vibe. I love what the earth gives to us, not what the humans do to the earth, but what the earth gives to us. And it's such a a symphony of harmony and fluidity uh, that, you know, from, from the wind, from the waters, from the vibration of the land. And if when we choose to tap in, there is so much said to us if we can get out of our own heads, right? Welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for our chat. Yes, yes. Earth Keepers. (laughs) I think the Earth Keepers are working overtime at the present moment, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think so, along with the the Earth itself. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's a lot going on, that's for sure. You know, Mama Mama Earth at the present moment is telling us that we need to change our ways. And, you know, it's not just change our human practices, but also change our human vibration. And, you know, a lot of people like to ground on the earth. I personally, when I put my feet on the earth, feel the anger and the pain, because that's the kind of empath Mm. I am. That's why I'm I'm a wind person. But we don't want to just give all of our problems to Mama Earth and then think, oh, that's okay, we're fine. I've given it to the earth. The earth is saying, no, I don't need this vibration. I need some love. Show me the love. And that it is up to us, isn't it? Oh, I've lost you again, hun. Sorry, folks, we've had a, a drop there. Um, the present moment, the Wi-Fi in Montana is uh, kind of being a bit iffy. So she's been in and out with her voice and we don't want to lose a word here. So hopefully we've got you back, Amy. I hope I'm back too. <laughs> all, of, all of the energies are just so eager and anxious to come flooding in and then they cut my Wi-Fi out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes I have to tell them to chill out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not all at but, once, folks. Yeah. One at a time. <laughs> right, right. One at a time, one at a time. But yes, as I was saying, the, the earth is just such a beautiful mirror for us mm. and um, really is, is assisting us and helping mm. us and, you know, trying to... Um, you know, show us where we are out of alignment and how we can come back and in, into alignment. And, you know, ultimately, ultimately, the earth is on the same ascension journey that we are. Mm. So um, as the earth is ascending, we're receiving those messages, we're receiving those vibrations and um, being asked to come along and and ascend along with um, the earth and all of the other planets and the sun and, mm -hmm. you know, everything in our in our environment we're all part of the same particles, right? We're, we're all made up of the universal uh, particles. The earth is made up that we have more in common with the universe and the planet than we think. You know, there's this kind of thinking that as human beings, we're totally different to everything else and we're superior and uh, higher intellect and uh, entitled and no, Mama Earth is the one that should be entitled and we should be appreciating her and her succinctness with the universe is extremely important and everything is about that synchronicity isn't it? it's all about that attunement creating a an orchestra together rather than kind of the needle you know across the record and that's kind of the way it's been it feels for a while it's static that we've been feeling from Mama Earth. And I feel that right now she's just saying, hear my song and tune in with me. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting, you know, to your comment about um, enjoying really the cosmic, um, you know, bit of it all. And, and it's easy because we are on Earth and we're immersed in Earth um, that sometimes we feel like we're here and everything else is out there. Yeah. But Earth is part of the cosmos too, you know, <laughs> Earth is galactic as well. Where do you well. think it was made from? <laughs> yes. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we are out here floating in space with every with everybody else. And so, um, so when you can kind of put it in that context, uh, you realize how, how connected really um, everything is and uh, how we, um, yeah, how we have the ability to really make that connection and, and, uh, tune in. And I, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, a lot of times I hear um, uh, the comment, you know, something about, well, uh, the earth could just get rid of us, right? And mm -hmm. it just, and which is true, sure. Yeah, you know, could, anytime. Uh, it doesn't Yeah, exist. exactly. <laughs> and enough with humanity. We, yeah. uh, we're just going to move on without, yeah. without uh, humans. We don't need them here. And sure, that's true. And, and I guess there, there are possibilities and timelines where, where that could happen. All the what Armageddon really movies tell us that, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. We're told that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really, you know, what I've come to see and, and feel through my work is that, you know, we are an integral part of what's happening on the earth and we're a needed and necessary part of the ecosystem. And it, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be the same to the earth to not have humans here. It could continue, but... Sorry, lost you again. We're trying to figure out how to do this. Oh, it's okay. How about now? Carry, carry on. Yes. Am I back? Yes, you're back. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, but we're going to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah. So, um, 
I forget what I was saying, but something about. Yeah, <laughs> well, all... I mean, it's it's the synergy, you know. It's it's like as you said, we we've all got a role to play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in order for you know, I always say the village is only as strong as each other. Everybody in the village mm-hmm. has a role to play, even the village idiot. We've all got right. a role to play, and that village is only as strong as yeah. as coming together, and supporting one another, right. being there for one another. Right. Why can't we look at the planet as that big, huge global village and be there for each other, be there for Mother Earth? Yeah, and I think we, I think this last year has really, really tested us on uh, where we're at with that. You know, it's given us this litmus test of can we really, really see that everyone is is us and is a reflection of us? And can we really um, embrace the idea that, um, you know, everyone's individual experience is necessary and needed in some way, everyone is playing a role and is having um, their own experience to the collective and so we're we're doing it individually but we're also doing it together and and you're right we all have a role to play and we all have things that that we're working out in this lifetime we don't want to be a part of the hurricane and you know when we step into a rhetoric of of discontent or hate you know that that negative vibration that that coming out of us is affecting the planet and affecting each other. It's affecting the, the entire balance. Um, I think the mother earth and the universe and, and everything that this year is giving us right now is that it's time to stop, to review, to renew and to change up. Um, you know, as I said, the universe gave me a saying three years ago, the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up for us to step up change it up and grow up a double meaning on that grow up as human beings let's it's time to play nice with one another but also grow up in our frequency and our vibration because this thunderous vibration of of hate and dis disconnect it only tears us all apart including the earth but when we can come together in that harmony and that good vibration but we have no idea what is in store for us because we haven't allowed ourselves to go there yet. It's so true. And I think, you know, what we're really doing is moving from this duality consciousness that we've all, we've all lived our entire lives Mm -hmm. in, but probably many, many lives in, you know, it's so inherent to life on earth and we're, we're shifting to this, uh, you know, oneness, consciousness and so it's really easy i think for us to say oh yes i get that right we've lost you again (laughs) (laughs) my my internet is not doing us any favors it's been the hurricane today right yes Um, can you be a gentle stream Right. All the energy, all the energy is coming through. But um, yes, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I know it keeps interrupting your thought. Let's talk about energy it portals. Does. You know, the internet people take for granted today and we forget it's energy. It's energy traveling. So if we do get a disruption, that means there is a disruption in the energy and that's why it's not coming through clearly. But we are energetic beings and we can go through different portals of energy. 
And people are still kind of grasping with that idea, aren't they? I mean, it's not about the plug that you plug into the wall. We're not talking about that kind of energy. We're talking about the energy we generate. Yeah. And the fact that really, you know, we're energetic beings mm. more than anything else. And so to your point about the movies or, you know, TV shows, and and this is what I realized is how much our um, entertainment and our culture have colored our views mm. about what's possible or how the mechanics of how things work, right? So we all think that um, our body needs to translocate to another, you know, place. Yes. And really yes. it's our consciousness yeah. it's Baby our you know coffee, we can, right? <laughs> right exactly one day that might be possible but right now yeah. <laughs> uh you know the, the primary way for us to travel and it, it's very much like when we're dreaming right that our body stays in one place but our consciousness is for a walk out in time and space and so you know working with portals and that type of energy is the same way we're taking our energy we're taking our consciousness and we're moving it um, to other timelines, other possibilities, yeah. other places um, in, in that way. And so I, I think when we realize that, you realize how much, how much easier it is than we have imagined. Dimensional traveling, it's not a, a sci-fi thing. You know, it's right. something we can all do. I've right. been a, a dimensional traveler all my life. I was a very sickly kid, so left at home a lot, in bed a lot. No TV, no tablet, no radio even. So it was like off I went, you know, and I went right. traveling. And, it, mm -hmm. and of course, then it became a blur of which dimension was which, you know, which life experience am I having. And very even today, I can have, did, did that happen in this lifetime or this this dimension. I do too. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's kind of, you know, that felt really good. But hang on, where did that really happen? <laughs> you know? But it's okay. People get scared of it. Don't get scared of it. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, it really, you realize how much more is possible and yes. how much more is out there. And I definitely, I caught myself in the middle. I was explaining something that happened, I thought, <laughs> in this timeline. Yes. My husband one time and halfway through it, I, I said, oh my, wait, that did happen. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> that happened, it did happen, but it happened somewhere else. It didn't happen here. And, um, but yeah, it really does. Uh, it does, it, well, it makes things a whole lot more entertaining, number one, but right. it really does show us um, how much we have access to, how much information, how much wisdom, how much, you know, um, knowledge, uh, we can go and uh, learn and experience in other places and bring it back to this time where it is useful to us in that way. Exactly. Um, this timeline linear thing is a human thing. Mm -hmm. right? We're very much governed by the clock and right. by time. It's what we do with that time. And when you are traveling, there is no time. You are right. just, it just is, and you just are, right? And there isn't a clock in there, you know, that I've got to get back by such a time or the slipper's going to come off. You know, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you just bend it to your will. <laughs> that, exactly. That's it. And, you know, we, obviously the movies have made all of these things very horrific and terrifying. Right? And that's mostly because it's misunderstood and unknown. But more and more, I feel right now we're in age of Aquarius, but we're in that age of opening up and understanding. 
and that we don't need to understand every single thing. We just need to go with it and experience it. Absolutely. And I, and I think the more that we do, then the less scary it is. And so, and, and that's a lot about why I share my experiences and Mm -hmm. I'm sure you do as well, is that when, you know, when people hear other people's experiences, they, they're able to say, well, that actually kind of sounds normal or Mm -hmm. (laughs) that doesn't sound, you know, quite as scary or intimidating as, as I thought. And so, um, yeah, it's it's incredible the the types of experiences we can have, the healing work we can do, yes. the um, you know the connections that we can make to um, other versions of ourselves, to uh, you know ancestors, mm-hmm. to what you know you name it, and and it's it's pretty um, pretty remarkable. And I think you're right. It's, it's it hasn't always been as accessible, and it hasn't as time has shifted. Time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. has shifted for us and um, I think the doorways are opening up you know yes. and things are just accessible in a way that they haven't been before. I mean again you know this year has taught us we haven't been able to do things in person so we've gone online when the internet wants to work with us <laughs> right and people say but how can you heal someone or energy heals someone online we've got to understand energy has no boundaries energy is a vibration that you're putting out and it can go out to anyone through these apparatus or just simply in thought i'm going to give a case in point of six years ago my mom was dying and she needed to cross over she was in a lot of pain and just kind of didn't know how to let go And I put out on Facebook to all my colleagues, I need a prayer for my mom for her to go peacefully. I had over 100 people, not just likes, send out prayers, send out love, send out everything else. In 24 hours, my mom, there was a dark, dismal day. Apparently, the sun came through, right, shone right on her. She opened her eyes, opened her hands and passed peacefully. I know that that energy of love that was sent to her was just the energy she needed to be able to ascend peacefully. And we underestimate that energy all the time because we can't touch it tangible, but it's it's within us and it's around us and it's accessible all the time. It's so true. And I mean, I think most people have experienced at some point the power of group prayer or group intention or even our own intention and and how powerful that is. And, you know, I think it's hard because we can't, it's, we've been taught, you know, how important it is, you know, seeing is believing. And so you have these things that you maybe can't see, or you can see, you know, something happen uh, afterwards when you say, well, maybe it was a coincidence. Yes. Yes. But it's not, lost you again lost my back yeah yeah, you're back (laughs) i just laughed because i said the energy is so powerful and then i was gone (laughs) (laughs) energy work with us today please yeah yeah i wish please help us here (laughs) yes please you know you said seeing is believing but i think we're now changing it more to feeling is believing you know if we would feel things more come from the heart more from Mm -hmm. the soul you know i say that as i said the 
the the universe speaks to our soul in wisdom and it, it speaks to our heart in truth and it lifts up our spirit and our mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it we feel the knowledge we feel the understanding if we're just in our head thinking it we can overanalyze and talk ourselves out of anything <laughs> so true yeah i mean uh, so my you know belief and understanding and feeling is really like our emotions are what we need to access other yeah. states of consciousness and so we have by and large in our culture not appreciated or valued emotion at all yeah. <laughs> in yeah. any way for anybody really right. and so it's it's a process because certainly if you're someone who who has not connected with your emotions in that way what tends to come up first is a lot of you know personal healing um for yourself before you're really kind of into that uh, you know traveling the yes, <laughs> the yes. universe kind of thing um although it may happen all simultaneously mm -hmm. but i have been noticing in the last handful of months really this very clear consciousness that i'm not my brain right mm. <laughs> where uh, something is happening yes. and I'm able to say, stop it, brain. Don't, yes. Why are we thinking about that? I, don't exactly. I, I didn't even make that up. Right. <laughs> and that's, it's not that I wasn't aware of it before, but I've caught myself telling my brain what to do on a number of occasions recently. And I'm like, that's a new thing where I'm able to really separate. There's me, there's my consciousness, yeah. there's my heart, there's my emotions. And then there's my brain over here. That's like, should be with the rest of the program, but isn't always on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. You know, it's, it's a, uh, it's programming. You know, we've got one part of our brain, which is the mechanics of the body, keeping the body functional. And the other is programming, not just the programming of this lifetime, your ancestral mm -hmm. lifetime and your past lifetimes. So you could go right. back a long, long way. I do. I'll go back to when I was blue and first came here. Right. And <laughs> you, you, you have these deja vu moments and it's just a memory from the past. Or you find yourself mm -hmm. being able to do something so well. How did I know how to do that? It's again, it's that DNA or that ancestral memory in there. If we could open up more to those memories and those experiences, because that's what they're here for, right? To travel with us in this vessel in each lifetime to assist us. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And really, you know, what I've been really noticing lately is that, you know, a lot of these, um, you know, energies that I've interacted with for years or whatnot, have really been coming forward much more clearly to make it clear that they're just me. And, yeah. and some of that is in the all is one, right? But it's yeah. actually much more specific than that in that time isn't linear mm -hmm. and it's all happening at the same time and so when the me you know the fractal of me in another dimension learns something new experiences something new that energy can come to the me that's here yes and i can accept it or not right <laughs> but yeah. you know it's those moments too Which where you're just like heads oh, in I just, way. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's a thing where, you know, people suddenly say, I, I don't know where this, you know, ability came from, or I don't, it just suddenly I knew how to sing this song. Suddenly I knew how to, you know, move energy through my hands in a certain way. And it, it is, it's, it's allowing that information and that knowledge from all of those other places to come here into this 
human body and be integrated. And I just find that amazing. You know, you, you say about communicating with trees and I've been talking to trees for a long time. I've done a few shows on it myself as well. And, and in this, there's one time I'm walking my dog down this avenue of trees and they're rustling away like crazy. And I say, will you be quiet? I can't hear you. You're all talking to me at once. <laughs> the leaves stopped. Just everything stopped. And then it was like one leaf at a time. And it's like, again, we think that we're the only intellectual beings on this planet. No. If you look at the trees and the matrix and the intelligence and the connection that they have to each other, the way a forest stands with each other, despite what tree it is, whether it's fallen down or new growth is coming out of it, whether it's young, tall or old, it, the forest respects the roots and the growth of that trees. And if we could see ourselves as a forest, I think we would be better off. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny to me when I think about literally everything on the earth is communicating with each other through energy and telepathically, right? Yeah. So, you know, the dog and the tree are in yes. communication, no problem at all. No. And then we have created language. So not so we created language and friends to communicate with each other, and then we created a hundred or hundreds of languages, mm -hmm. uh, so that even as humans, it's highly possible that we don't understand each other um, <laughs> when communicating. And so I just keep laughing. I'm like, as soon as we can get back to telepathy, we're all going to be fine because yes. we're suddenly going to hear that communication that's happening all around us all the time that we just think are, you know, leaves rustling through the wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and the conduit of water, right. And, and I'm, I'm a wind person. So I'm always traveling on the wind and it, it's, it's arrogant of us to think that uh, human language is the superior language. It is that we right. do not understand the other language because we think we're superior. But, you know, like right. <laughs> native Indians and um, people uh, of the Amazon, et cetera, those that really appreciate the land and are tuned with the land, they understand mm -hmm. what the land is saying to them, what the trees are saying to them. And no, it doesn't transcribe into words, right? right. It comes into feeling and knowingness, that knowingness of what you need to know because you're open to receive and when you are at one with nature and you listen you tune in you come away with a, an elevated feeling of understanding that cannot be described in words right it is a vibration that is yeah. so much more superior than the language we can give it yeah it's so true and i think i that's what um i often share with people too who are learning to channel with um, trees or earth energies or these things is that, you know, it's us that's assigning the language or the words yeah. to it, right? It's coming in to us as a picture, a feeling, maybe a little, you know, story, uh, those types of things. And, and we're the ones who are having to figure out how to translate that and, and put words to it. And you're right. Sometimes it's not, you can't quite find it or you have, you know, it happens to me a lot of times where all of a sudden I say, Oh, I know, right? I know what the message is. Yes. But I 
I couldn't, if I tried to explain it to you, you would say none of, none of the things you just said made sense. Right, so, exactly. Uh, yeah. But I know it now. It's in, it's in me. I received the message. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't always find that way of expressing it. This is why I think we see so much more autism today. Because I think autistic kids have a language and an attunement that is superior to us. And we look at them as inferior because they're not speaking our language. But when we tune into them and the gift that they have, they speak volumes in their gift. Uh, and they're so much more in tuned. So again, we need to get off this high horse of, you know, and most certainly if we can't show respect to, to our land, we, you can't expect the land to show respect to you. It's true. And, you know, it's so interesting because, you know, I believe that, and, you know, all of the children <laughs> at this point, I don't know exactly at what point, but like they're different humans. They're, mm. they're not the same. They're not wired the same. Their DNA is not the same. They're not they're human the in the same way. Right? Children. Yeah, the indigo kids. Yeah, yeah, they're here for what's next, yes. which is really yes. exciting except that they're having the, or they have had to try and figure out how to integrate into, you know, systems and earth that doesn't make sense to them. I had this realization at some point last year, you know, I think um, there's been a lot of lamenting, of course, about the systems that have been breaking down um, through the pandemic specifically. Yeah. And one of, it's interesting to me, like which systems have been breaking down, but you know, schools really was a, a major, um, just work. It can't work like this anymore. Right. Right. And it came through to me at some point last year that it, it's like the kids broke the system, right? You know, I mean, not literally, but yeah. there was in some way, I think um, that there was a piece coming through of this next generation of kids can't learn this way and no. this system isn't going to work for them. And so it had to break yes. so that something could be created. And so that's, you know, for all of the difficulty, the messy middle of the transition <laughs> that we're in, um, that we're, we all have to work our way through individually and collectively. Um, those are the things that excite me about what's on the other side and where, you know, where we're going to go and the new things that'll be created. Which is exciting. It's yeah. very, very exciting. <laughs> and, you know, I think, um, again, we, we need to put our supposed superiority away and, and look to what is the message. And, you know, this is not undermining anyone that's lost anyone due to COVID because in, right. you know, the, the Celtic rune Haglas, it's disruption. With disruption always, you know, comes an ending for for certain people and a beginning for others but part mm -hmm. of disruption too is clearing out what is no longer needed and you know there's right. that shake-up that we're getting right now of you know humans you cannot carry on the way you were going on you've become so me myself and i at the expense of everyone else you you've got to understand you are stronger together and together in a higher energy plane you must come it's so true. It's so true. And it's, um, you know, who knows how long this transition phase will take, but I, I just keep reminding myself <laughs> as well as others that, you know, we all signed up for this yes. and whether we're conscious of that mm -hmm. or not to be here at this time. And, you know, I just, when I think about it from a much 
bigger picture because it is. Oh. Oh. Hold on, I have to remember where I was. About the bigger, I, I, yes. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, folks. the bigger picture of the transition. Yeah, the bigger picture. Yeah. Yes, the bigger picture. Um, it was really the um, the fact that you know I I just keep thinking we we won the golden ticket to be here. Yes. <laughs> it's like at this time, there's you know, and so I think sometimes it feels really difficult, um, but we wouldn't be here at this exact moment in time if if we weren't meant to be part of this transition and if we weren't meant to um you know assist with working through it whatever that means and and assisting to bring in the new so that's really that part of it is is really exciting to me it's just that um you know i think we all think of you know a year ago we would have all said here are all the things wrong you know with yeah. society and and with our culture and 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 whatnot and that, you know, we weren't unfortunately able to wave a magic wand and just step over the line and say, oh, look at this new magical thing. And mm. so um, we're in the messy middle now. <laughs> That's, yeah, you know, uh, it has a, a, brings a lot of challenges. We, we realized that it wasn't just a house cleaning job. It was an entire renovation. Right. <laughs> right. And we all know what renovations are like. You know, they're tedious right. and always over costly and they always go longer than you expect. And uh, you uncover something you had no oh, idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's in the basement, which we'll talk about in the right. moment. Uh, but but as somebody I interviewed who uh, is a national traveler and she's been given, she writes a book every year of what the year is meant to be for us. And she says, we have four more years of this which is not four mm. years of the suffering but the four years of the transition before we're in a place where we can say we are foundated we can grow from here so yeah. interesting yeah but talking sense. about base and i'm sure there's a lot astrologically behind that as oh well. yes 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 there is a hell of a lot to you know about um that synchronicity and yes you know, and, and yeah the universe has been turning our volume up you know, um, every year, more and more and more and more, we're becoming more in tuned with all of our senses and, and more in tuned with what else is out there. You know, the, the twilight zone. And it, it is <laughs> less threatening and more ooh, exploratory, right? But yeah. you do have a, one of your statements in, on your posting here about why are basements so spooky? <laughs> because I hate basements <laughs> and, you know, and the feeling that is there and what has been and there are some basements that you know in the horror movie they're there for a reason and very often it's true right right <laughs> yeah and you know so we're going to come yeah from the astral yes. and, and <laughs> out right the timeline <laughs> all the way down we're going to come grounded all not just to earth but into the earth in the basement yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think this, this basements can be creepy <laughs> and yeah. oftentimes are. And the, the short answer is uh, there probably are energies down there and it's mostly because no one else is down there and no one has told them they can't be there. That's, that's the short answer. <laughs> the mm -hmm. longer answer is that, uh, you know, another thing that has really been lost in our culture um, is this understanding of uh you know what happens when we die and how 
we actually get to the other side and that it's not instant. And there is this in between and most cultures um, historically and, you know, certainly indigenous cultures all had processes. If you listen to their cosmology or their um, stories at all, there was always a process that went from the actual death to um, reaching the land of the ancestors or, you know, something, something of that um, course. And so there's either a journey or uh, maybe a boat ride or something. And so that piece is kind of missing in our culture. We just mm. think, you know, you die and you're wherever it is you are going to go. Right. And uh, if you don't know what to do when you pass away, you don't have someone to help you, um, or it's a very sudden or tragic um, death where you just didn't know that what happened to you, um, then you can potentially kind of, you know, be in this space where you're still here and you just don't have a body anymore. Right. And so that's commonly called being a ghost. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. um, but not always in the basement. Uh, I like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I like to somewhat take some of the charge out of that because really these ghosts are like, these are our family members, right? Yes. These are our, um, you know, siblings and parents and friends and people who have passed away and, and just didn't get to, to the other side through no fault of their own. And so, uh, they will sometimes congregate in areas where mm -hmm. people are not and basements or barns. I find them in yeah. barns a lot too. The places that people aren't, especially when you put all your stuff down there, turn the lights off and don't go down there. Right. And so, you know, it's just an easy spot to be. So uh, I always suggest if you have one of these creepy bases, <laughs> Uh, is to start to a certain extent of just kind of reclaiming your space. Mm. Um, turn the lights on, go down there. If you have those of any kind, open them, get the air moving, get the energy moving, clear out clutter, you know, those types of things to help the energy um, flow. And, you know, one of the other things that I think has really again, been driven into our brains from um, popular entertainment is the idea that we don't have control over our space, right? Like, oh my gosh, I have a ghost in my house. Well, I'm just going to have to sell the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not true. <laughs> and, you know, we decide who gets to be in our space and, and how, um, you know, the interaction is. And so, uh, if you don't want spirits in your house, you need to tell them to get out of your house yeah. and, uh, you know, and that, that that's your space. And so, again, this is like a basement thing. Not that they're not in other places, but exactly. oftentimes yeah. the, the congregation yeah. happens in the basement. Right. right. Um, and so, you know, setting really, really clear boundaries for spirit and um, what what is acceptable to you in your space and what is not. Um, uh, right from childhood, I used to play with quote, quote, dead people. Uh, and I didn't understand why other people couldn't see them, you know, you know, there right. she is, why can't you see her? And, and uh, rather like my mother and her mother before her, I used to say I worked for death, um, where people were in that transition and they just didn't know where to go. And uh, I, I, it was never for me to pick someone, they would pick me, you know, based on the I energetic, know. right? And <laughs> yep. it would be, yes, you know, you've crossed over, don't be afraid and, you know, let me show you the way. And 
my son picked it up when he was very young, scared the bejeebies out of him. And he's still on a journey to kind of embracing back to that. It's still a bit too much for him, but it's in him. And it one day it will come out because it has to. Um, and it's it's nothing to be, I've, you know, I've been body snatched. I'll put that, you know, I have had somebody who decided they wanted my body because they wouldn't accept that they didn't have one anymore. Yes, there are those out there and there are ways of protecting yourself, um, yep. which I didn't at the time because I was dabbling too yeah. much without protection. But most of the time it's the confusion. Or sometimes yes. some people decide to stay around to watch over their loved ones. Right. And sometimes they, you know, the loved ones moved on and they go, well, hang on. Everybody moved on without me. <laughs> How do I move on now? Where's the exit? So we can help them cross over. Right. Yeah, I, I actually talked to one in a building earlier today that uh, I had to say, didn't hadn't you noticed there was nobody else here but you? Uh, and he said, but you're here. And I said, well, you know, that's because I came to talk to you yes. <laughs> so okay, uh, yeah go. sometimes they are yeah. everyone had left but him so yes. Yes. Um, but yes but it is true so I definitely find that um, people who there are people who have a very special gift mm -hmm. um, you know to do this work to help yeah. um, to help people cross over the spirits know and so what happens is you don't know especially mm -hmm. when you're a child right uh, and so, and then you get all, you know, all the weird ones, right? They look weird. They're scary. They're intimidating and they're everywhere. And so I usually say, if you're one of the people who has spirits lined up next to your bed while you're sleeping, uh, they're all over your house, you know, they're like, they know they, they want some help, but yes. they're terrifying to children. And so it is really a matter of, um, first of all, just learning the skill and learning and, and understanding what's going on. Um, and to your point, I mean, absolutely, this is boundaries are so important is because when you are an earthbound spirit, and you have not transitioned, you have to get your energy from living people. And mm -hmm. some of them, it's, you know, some of them are know exactly how it works and are very deliberate about it. And some of them just don't have a choice. Um, but it's not healthy for us, especially, no. but it's not healthy for anyone to have them hanging around your house no. <laughs> because they're going, it's, or it's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend that either. Yeah. 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 You want some boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if you remember the movie with the kid, you know, I see dead people, you know, and like when I saw that mm -hmm. movie, yes, somebody else does. And, <laughs> and it's like, you, you don't know why, except for that you're on that channel. All right. And very often it could be just a message that is needed or sometimes it's like you go that way <laughs> you know that's all the right the direction right. <laughs> uh, yeah you know and sometimes they are trapped and they don't know how to move on but it's like have a conversation and let them right. respond to you in a way you know like don't expect the conversation to be in the head you will get you will get that knowingness again of what to do you know, from that, from the response back from that energy, we're constantly trying to analyze and have things be specific, but it isn't, it doesn't work that way, right? You just simply know, well, what do you know? I don't know. I just know. <laughs> That's it. Well, and 99% and of them go, oh, okay. Mm. And they leave. 
Right. There's 1% that, you know, need some extra count. And it's usually counseling. Uh, You know, they, they, like you say, they don't want to let go. They don't, they have something they're trying to tell someone they have some, it's the smallest percentage that really needs some time and some discussion and and some talking through most of them. It's the exact same conversation about, did you know that this happened to you? Do you know, (laughs) you know, uh, here's what your options are. Let's bring forward your, you know, your family members. So you you can see them and and they go. So yeah. it is, you know, it's just it's a skill. It's an energetic skill, like anything else that you can learn how to do. I it just, uh, you know, I have. So for me, it's not. It's something I do incidentally, right? So yeah. uh, I do property readings, Neela, and I, you know, I'm doing a lot more work with the land. And if I come across yes. a spirit or spirits that need to be passed over, then I can do that. But I know a lot of people or have a lot of friends where it's a like very special gift for them. And it's that's primarily what they're doing. They're always getting getting spirits sent to them. (laughs) Um, And and they have their own processes. You know, I have one friend who says, oh, they have to stay outside in the yard. I'll my you know, my guide can tell me when they're here and they need something. They don't come in the house. (laughs) So, you know, you can create your own process and your own boundaries and it doesn't have to be out of your control when and how it's happening. It's all about the energy frequency of that boundary you put out there. It's not about taking out the shotgun, right? You right. <laughs> You know, it's about, no, this, this is the energy boundary. I will communicate with you on this level. You are not allowed to come in on this level because that's an intrusion. And of course, exactly. they just know they're intruding until you let right. them know that's the boundary. Yeah, not okay. I, I am a no touchy touchy person. Don't touch me. Right. Right. <laughs> Some people don't mind that. Please don't touch me though. <laughs> right. Um, well, having been, as I said, body snatched, I, yeah, I don't want to go through that. Right. <laughs> That's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's it's it happens a lot when people lose someone. Uh, the message comes to me. And it's, you know, it's a message of um, look, they're okay. You know, they're all right where they are. They're at peace, but they're worried about you. And uh, and right. sometimes it can be soothing for the person and sometimes not depending where they are in their grief and what the situation yeah. is. And it's, I have no control over that. Um, it's just that I'm obviously on that frequency and they've come to me and that's the message I mm-hmm. need to pass on. And that's all I do is honor that message, right? That's the way it goes. You, you have found quite a few portals on your own land and people don't realize that we have portals open everywhere, right? Which we can go through. And again, it sounds very sci-fi, you know? How did you find them and what do they, you know, what messaging have they got for you? Yeah, it's it's been quite the adventure <laughs> the last few years and, um, and they've been shifting lately. Uh, uh, but what it was a it was a process <laughs> over over a couple of months initially when they opened. But we moved to this property um, where I live about three and a half years ago now. And there was one spot in particular that I knew something was up. I knew, I could feel that there was energy moving, um, but I didn't know what it was. And over about a year and a half, probably. Um, it would come in and show itself to me. You know, I would get a picture of this spot and, but never any information. And mm. so I would on occasion go out there and stand out there and say, uh, here I am. Direct <laughs> what me. would you like to tell me? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're saying. So back to the tele telepathy sometimes. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what this picture means. Yes. Um, but also this land was very, very quiet. It, it had been logged at some point, maybe, you know, 30 years ago, a lot of the energies and spirits had left and it took some time really for them to kind of start coming back out as I was, you know, asking them to, right. um, as we lived here. And so it did, it just took some time, I think for them to trust me and for them to get to know me and for me to be working here and shifting the vibration because portals really work on a frequency. Yes. Um, and so, and that, which is also why you have like creepy portals and good, yes. you know, yes, yes. <laughs> actually even good that's in duality, right? Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're yeah. just, it's like different stations on a radio dial. Yeah, and yeah. so depending on which, which one they're tuned into depends on what kind of energy is moving through them. And so um, I think, you know, part of it was it just uh, the frequency here got to a point that um, it aligned with uh, a portal to be opened and then multiple portals. And so ultimately um, I, it was right before the winter solstice two years ago, I guess. So a little over two years ago. Uh, I, the message that started coming through really, really clearly that this is a portal, uh, you're going to open it, <laughs> which I'm like, are you sure we should do that? What's <laughs> but, on the uh, other side? <laughs> it was the beginning of my education <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on portals. And, um, you know, and, and really the information just came through kind of step by step. There was a specific, uh, crystal. Yeah, so there was a specific crystal they wanted me to use. There was instructions on exactly how to do it. Uh, and it just kind of came through step by step. I just followed the instructions. And uh, yeah, I mean, you could feel the energy <laughs> when it started kind of moving and, and shaking. And, um, and yeah, and, it, and then it was just a process. And then I was told, okay, there's six more. Uh, and what's funny is as soon as I received that information, I immediately knew exactly where they were. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, you know, just all kind of fell into place. And so it was a process over, I mean, really a couple of years, but the first couple of months really intensely of understanding how they work, um, you know, how, how important the frequency is, how to help hold the frequency, um, what needs to be done to kind of protect the energy here, because there are a lot of energies uh, kind of coming and going. And what's interesting now with perspective of, you know, what's happened energetically on the earth these last couple of years, mm -hmm. really what's come through and, and what I've come to understand is that um, each portal when it opened uh, was connected to a specific kind of group of beings. Mm -hmm. um, some specifically to, you know, like there was a Pleiadian portal and there was an Arcturian portal, but there was also uh, like a green man portal and, you know, a variety of different kind of energies. And so what they were asking initially um, was that they be open here so that they could start sharing information between them and using each other's portals. And so, you know, at the time I was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, but what I now have understood as the last couple of years has gone by is that with these new kind of big timeline shifts that have been mm -hmm. happening and all of these energies coming in, they were kind of part of a, almost like a advanced team, right? They, they're like yes. uh, the UN, you know, yeah. <laughs> just showing up um, and negotiating, like, how is this going to work? How is this, you know, um, as earth opens back up um, in ways that it hasn't been to mm -hmm. other parts of the universe, um, 
who's going to be allowed in? How's it going to work? How, you know, all of those things. And so that's really what I've experienced or kind of witnessed because in a lot of cases, they don't need me for anything. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just all of a sudden think, oh gosh, there's a lot of activity out there yeah. happening. <laughs> They're all here for a meeting. So, right. uh, I mean, this is, been this is kind of our alien invasion. You know, people think yeah. <laughs> they're going to come as a physical alien, which is not to say that they're not out there. But when we say they're among us, is that their energy will attach to us, you know, and it doesn't mean you lose your identity. It is a synergy of, of that, um, that, that intelligence, that energy that we're carrying with us. So, you know, the universe has merged with us. And the more we're open to it, the more we will find that attachment to that entity. And then it is what you need to know when you need to know it. We don't need a projection of where is this going or what's this doing? Live in the now. If you understand the now and you do what you need to do in the now, you are seeding, you know, the tomorrow. So it's um, there's a lot of that we have to step out of our own way and allow. It's so true. And really, you know, this has helped me understand this piece that I was saying earlier about how many of these other energies are just the other fractals of us mm -hmm. and having these other experiences. And so I think we feel intimidated or nervous about, like you say, aliens coming in, but yeah. it's really, it's the, it's the other pieces of our soul yes. coming to reunite with us yes. in this way. And so, the back, you know, they're together. coming in because <laughs> frequency match. <laughs> What's that? Getting the band back together. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And we've raised our frequency to a, a point where we can communicate in that way and align in that way. And yes. so it's not necessarily that they're these unknown, you know, entities coming from space. It it really is um emerging and and allowing, you know, we are that's what we're doing here on Earth, right? Is yes. we're learning how to embody all of these pieces of ourselves but in order to do that we have to let them come in right <laughs> so and, and our space travel you know doesn't have to be in a rocket ship you right. know um, did you watch dr strange the movie no i haven't do no, i need to watch it you need to watch it there, there <laughs> okay. is a, a particular scene there where his um uh, mistress master whatever you want to call her she literally pushes him out of his body and says what do you think you are just matter <laughs> uh, and then you suddenly realize it's, it's the spirit and he can go anywhere in the universe and experience anything. And if we could stop limiting ourselves to being restricted just to this vessel mm -hmm. and understand that we are so much more, we can tap into these other energies and portals and travel that universe. We will actually understand the meaning of life a great deal more. Yes. Yeah, all the things that we want to know are yes. <laughs> available to us to know. Yes. <laughs> well, some version of them. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not the human version because we're very limited in our thinking. Mm -hmm. When we can open up our minds, our hearts, our souls, um, our spirits to this knowledge, again, we may not be able to articulate exactly what it means, but we, we know. And that knowingness is a comforting, it's a blanket, it's a warmth, it's a trust factor, and it's just such a beautiful place to be. It really is. It mm. really, it completely changes your human experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
which we need to have changed. <laughs> and we, you know, we've, we've had for a long time, you know, kind of experiences I, that aren't that very necessarily good for us, right? Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. This is the time. And, and we have the opportunity we have, you know, we have more at our disposal, you know, knowledge wise, energy wise, you know, than yes. we, than we ever have. And yeah. so um, now is the time to, uh, you know, put that into motion and actually, you know, take the things that we know and go do and make manifest in our own lives. Mm -hmm. Now you have a podcast called the earth keepers. I, and so what, you know, what kind of topics other than obviously earth and keeping other, what kind of <laughs> topics, what kind of, um, you know, stories do you share there? Uh, a lot of these kinds of topics we've covered today, these, these types of things. So I definitely talk about, you know, working with earth energies, doing healing work with the earth, those types of things. Absolutely. But um, I also get off into, uh, you know, all kinds of ascension related topics. It, I find that the more, the more you pull one string, yes. the more you find that it really is connected to everything else. So right. there's, there's kind of nothing that's uh, not somehow on topic. <laughs> source, right? It's all connected to source. Yes. And I can't do anything if my core doesn't agree. My core is Very connected true. to that source. And um, you need to do this. You need to do that. And my core will push back and go, no, you don't. That's not for you. And when we're in tuned with that core, we're in tuned with our universal knowledge. And then we allow things to happen and take us into beautiful other dimensions that are just wondrous, wondrous experience. And if we allow ourselves to have these experiences, then we, we again, it's we understand, don't limit yourself by the physicality. This is a vessel we're in, right? Have that beautiful cosmic experience through the human body. It's so true. And, and it enriches the experience yes. that we get to have. And, and to me, it makes me appreciate having a body so much more. Mm. You know, I think we, we tend to idealize these other beings, right, in other dimensions or whatever, that somehow they're so much more wise than us and so much more. But you know what, nobody else is doing it in a body like we are. And right. so, yes, it, you know, we, we are doing something really, really difficult. <laughs> and yes. so, you know, yes. Those are the times where I think, and I can eat ice cream and it's delicious mm. and I can feel the sun on my face and it's yeah. amazing. And, you know, it, it helps you to really appreciate the humanness that we are in yeah. and experience. The, the gift of our humanness is in our sensuality, in all of mm -hmm. our senses being in tuned. And when we yeah. open up to all of those senses and we truly feel and, and, and as you said, the taste, the touch, the everything that's when we actually understand we're having a divine experience because we're in sync with our beautiful cosmic energy and the human energy together and when that's together yeah. boy is there a great dance absolutely yeah oh i love it <laughs> <laughs> um i think the time for limitations you know i think what well, human nature for the most part is waking up they're understanding there is more out there they're more in exploratory, they're more willing to talk about it. Yes, our talk today might be a bit too far out for most people, right? Because we've, we've ventured 
into these other dimensions and dead people and portals and things like this. And for some people like, ah, scary, I don't want to know. <laughs> and it's like, if you could take the fear out of things and tap into the energy, it's not going to give you more than you can cope with. It's not going to take you down the rabbit hole. It will take you to where you can tune in. It, you still have that power to go or not to go. Yes, we always have free will. Yes. And that is one of the other magical parts about being embodied on earth is that, you know, we, we get to decide and, yes. and we don't have to do this if we don't want to. <laughs> I'll admit it's been a very difficult journey for me uh, being a human being. Um, you know, as a cosmic being, I'm always in peace. I'm not in pain. I'm always in love and harmony. And then in the human body, this one's got pain. And sometimes just the way people treat each other as an empath, it can be, oh, you know, really stifling. And so it's been a journey for me to, to find that beautiful harmony between body and spirit, uh, just because it's not been an easy road. But that's the that's so true. And, and yeah, and when you feel as deeply as you do as an empath, Mm. it's, it's easy to shut it down. Yes. And and then that's when you lose that emotion connection that you really need. And so you're right, it's a process. And it's a learning experience of, you know, finding that place where you can, you know, be in compassion, but, you know, also still be in your body and, and, um, you know, be working your way through the experience. I think the first thing people need to understand is open up and be aware. You're not going to be given more information than you can cope with, but be open to things that you can't humanly articulate, that there are some feelings and experiences that are beyond the comprehension of the human mind. Don't be afraid of it. Just because you can't analyze it, justify it, box it, file it, doesn't mean it's not a beautiful experience. So stepping out and allowing and allowing the universe to guide you is just, just trust, let it be, right? It's so true. I always just say, I just like to sit in a room and imagine that I'm not the only one in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> And then yeah. see what unfolds. <laughs> right. Exactly. So who's coming for dinner? <laughs> right. <laughs> who's sitting on the other end of the couch right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you ready for a conversation? <laughs> I'd love to know right. why you're here. Yes. <laughs> and, and spirits do come to you for a particular reason, don't they? You know, they come um, to communicate with you a message or maybe it's something you need to know. And sometimes it could be they're just lonely and want a conversation, right? But it's, <laughs> it's uh, as I said, I've had the bad experiences. I know what it's like, you know, when I didn't protect myself. But I've also had some wonderful experiences. Uh, you know, those experiences have, have been quite heavenly. And I wouldn't have had those had I shut myself down. Yeah, it's so true. And and I've had the same, you know, there's there's a wealth of beautiful transformational experiences that are available to us just on the other side of the veil. And yeah, it just takes a little bit of understanding mm-hmm. kind of how these worlds work, how to work within them, how to, how to be safe, how to discern. Oh, yeah, discern, big, big one, discern. Mm-hmm. 
these different energies that, that interact with you and, and have a process for yeah. evaluating them if you don't immediately know um, or, you know, aren't sure immediately, um, what is this? <laughs> you can kind of have a process for right. evaluating them. And, you know, by listening to shows like mine and shows like yours, you know, we realize there's a lot more of us out there going through these experiences. You're not alone. It's not just targeted you. And the more you realize this is, is happening to so many people that it's okay, right? That, that you don't need to be, there's things you can do to, to place this. It's really, yeah. I mean, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the basis of how my blog even started in the first place. It really was uh, just me keeping track of my experiences. I just thought I'm just going to write my stories and have them for myself so that I can start putting pieces together of, of unusual things that are happening. Um, and then people started finding it and sending me messages and saying this is happening to me too. And mm -hmm. so that's really how, how it all kind of came to be in the first place is that um, you know, people, uh, the good thing is we have the internet now, you know, yes. <laughs> and we can, we can find, you know, it's sometimes yes. we can use it for good. And, yeah. uh, and when, you're, when you're Googling away at midnight, trying to figure out what this experience was that just happened that you don't want to tell anyone you know about, um, you know, it's nice to find somebody on the internet who say, who, who seems more or less normal, <laughs> uh, who's saying it's okay. That's, that's normal. A, you know, yeah. <laughs> that happens. yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm definitely not normal, but I might kind of look normal. So I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're not psychopaths, but yeah, you know, we just travel on a different vibe altogether. Exactly, um, exactly. I love the name of your site, followinghawks.com. But where did the following hawks come from? That was really what kind of set me off on my on my spiritual journey, uh, which just I started having an unusual uh, series of encounters with hawks. They were coming very close to me. They were interacting with me in what seemed like very deliberate ways. And after enough of those interactions, I just started asking, like, is this somebody trying to send me a message? Is it, what is this? <laughs> Um, and as with probably most people's uh, spiritual awakening and spiritual journey, uh, it's there, there's always some kind of spark uh, yes. or event or something that just makes you start asking questions. Right. And that's really what um, the hawks were for me. And so uh, when I did start writing my stories down and sharing them and I needed to call it something, I thought following hawks seems like that, that's what I'm doing. I see a hawk and I just keep following. So. Right. Well, they're, they're your the conduit, right? They're your, your open yeah, exactly. channel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, um, exactly. Your podcast is on Apple, and it's, so it's yes. the Earth Keepers. Yep. So you can go to apple.com and go us slash podcast slash the Earth Keepers. Uh, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and YouTube are all following, uh, following Hawks. Uh, so yep. people can find you there. And of course, your website's followinghawks.com. And, and what are you offering people right now? Yeah, so if people are interested in really just starting to learn more about this communication with nature and how it works, um, I have a free training on my website. If you go, if you go to my website, you should see it right on the, the main page. Um, and, and it's really program is about 
Yes, so I have a free video training on my website that it's called The Art of Conversation, and it just really walks you through um, the three key steps that uh, I have found uh, are most helpful in beginning to communicate uh, with nature in this telepathic sharing energy uh, way that we talked about. And so, yeah, you can find that on my website if you're interested in learning more. And I can listen to your podcast. Is it weekly? Is it, um, how often do you do that? Yep, it's weekly. And at least thus far, uh, they're, they're all solo episodes. So they're usually, you know, bite-sized, 20 or 30 minutes of uh, just me sharing personal stories, which is really kind of the, the base of my entire uh, blog from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, talking about these topics and how through my experiences, I have come to learn uh, many of these things. Wonderful. You know, the more we share it and the more we kind of normalize it, you know, the more people become open to it. I mean, just let us just reverse our eyes right now to five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the Me Too movement, the Black Lives movement, um, you know, just even the political movement and what we will tolerate and not tolerate. Um, uh, the fact that whether you believe in the vaccines or not, that, that all these countries came together and collaborated and produced a vaccine in eight months. You know, it just shows how powerful we are when we come together and how far we have come, but we're really just waking up. And when we truly do wake up where we can go, wow, man, it's far out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm much older than you and I'm hoping to have at least another 20 years here of productivity and I'm looking forward in this next 20 years to see what the world is going to do in raising its frequency, raising that vibration, you know, the loving vibration, the um, opening up to the different dimensions, the, the different energies, the different learnings and, and tutorials that are going to come our way. I'm just excited to see where humanity goes and as we said at the beginning with the children, uh, there are that's what I think. These kids all, yeah. yeah, they came here awake. No, oh, they're ready they? to go. <laughs> they are ready to go, and we need to get out of their way. We're their custodians. We're here to guide, uh, but we're also here to assist them where where, yes. where they need to go. Yes, because they are the future salvation. It is. It is. They're they're the next stewards. So I'm yes. excited to see what comes next. Yes. <laughs> yes. To be in better hands. You know. It, we can be the most disgusting creatures on this planet, but we can also be the most awesome. It's up to us. Absolutely. Excellent. I thank you so much for being with us here today. So again, your site is followinghawks.com. Your podcast is The Earth Keepers on uh, podcastapple.com. And then on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you're following Hawks. And uh, I thank you for sharing with us here today. I've loved this conversation. It's right <laughs> up too. my vibration. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's been, although uh, we've had a lot of choppiness because they've all wanted to get in on the act. Um, we, we got it out there. So <laughs> thanks for your patience for listening. <laughs> and thanks for your patience for, for riding the wave because it was needing to be said. So, you know, the bottom line of it is, is just don't be afraid to open up and allow and let just let what is meant to come to us come to us right let put that fear aside and be open absolutely yes
wonderful. Thank you so much, Amy. It's been an absolute delight having you here. Thank you for having me. This was fun. And remember, folks, we are in an ascension. We are transforming. We're all in a transition. And in order to embrace what is to come, um, this wonderful illumination that is opening up to us, we have to put aside our fear, our doubt, our control on this mind intellect and open up more to the heart and soul. Because when you do, the spirit will be revealed. So until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.